0: Nervous for the Rams, but you got to be a little enthusiastic after being there, bro. That game atmosphere was just ridiculous. The energy, the I played place rock rocking. Anyone who was there, and a lot of the, a lot of the uh, superbug fans were there too. the Buck. You know, and- Tampa tones. We are joined by Lee Goon tonight, uh, host of the Pat and Aaron Show of WDAE uh, Pat Donovan and it sounds like Stunna is fumbling a little bit, gonna put him on mute for a until that gets a little clear but we're joined by it Pat It looks Donovan. like Stunna is hanging out with Cheech and Chong in a car with the windows up or something over there <laughs> It does look like he got a little <laughs> No my my uh, camera's broke Good morning, ladies and gentlemen Yes, it's the morning it's our first ever. We got a couple guests joining. Fellow Bucketeers members joining. Here are the Bucketeers way too early. pregame game show gonna be coming at you guys live every game day morning. And when it's a Sunday morning, it's BucksRace Bolt says hello. Hello, Bucks Bolt. How are you doing? Thanks for joining us. You've been becoming a very good Member of the chat, member of the Bucketeers chat, so that's been wonderful, that's been amazing. But we're going to be coming at you guys live every Sunday morning on game days at 7 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday game days. And then on Thursday or Monday game days, we'll be coming at you guys a little earlier to beat the rush. We'll be coming at you guys 5 a.m. Eastern or uh, 6 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Central. So, Sunday game days, 7 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Eastern. On Monday or Thursday game days, it will be 5 a.m. Central, 6 a.m. Eastern. On the way too early pregame show, get your coffee, get your bacon, get your eggs. It's breakfast with the Buccaneers. It's kickoff. It's week one. We got a great slate to go over. We got a lot of prop bets on the Bucs to go over. Will the Buccaneers rise to the top? Who do we expect to do so? Bucko the Bruce will be joining us as he's motoring around his side of town, dropping his kid off, so he'll be with us soon. We got Huncho expected to join us in the near future. It's a beautiful Sunday morning at 8, 12 Eastern, and we're nearing kickoff. We're within five hours to kick off. I'm not counting, uh, four hours and 47 minutes to be exact, to kick off, and it's going to be an incredible one. Bucks-Rays-Bolt says, fun one to watch. I appreciate it, brother. He says, five hours till kickoff. Yes, sir, a little less than that. We're making our way there. Neptune goes, let's go. Yes, sir, Neptune. That is right. Let's go, indeed, on the way too early pregame show. We're going to be going over all the early info you need to get on your Buccaneers. We're going to update any injuries that may have popped up over the night. We're going to be going over our players of the game, our score predictions, as I have our score predictions for all co-hosts of the Bucketeers. So we're going to be giving you our score predictions. We're going to be giving you our player of the game predictions. We're going to be giving you our prop bets, what we like for prop bets. I like Rashad White a lot today. I like it. So if you have a bookie out there or, you know, not encouraging gambling, but if you're in a legal state, a state of legality like I am, I encourage you heavily to take some of these bets. And uh, one of those bets might be sprinkling some cheese on the Bucks money line. I think they're really going to fare well for themselves today. I think they're going to do incredible today. As Donnie Pepin joins in, 24-21 Bucs win with the last second field goal. Put it in the mural right now, right? Bucks win on a last-minute field goal after scuffling. I mean, suck-up was great his first two years here. Heck, suck-up wasn't awful last year when he was here. His biggest factor was he just going to make the long one, right? So, it's Steppen Peppen, my man. And, by the way, it's great to see your face this morning, brother. Hope you're doing well. You're an incredible Bucks fan. So, we really hope you're doing okay on this fine game day week one morning. Welcome to game day indeed, brother. But 24-21 with a last-second field goal. Chase McLaughlin, I think this kid's going to be insane. I think he's going to be a good kicker for us. I think he bodes well for the type of stadium that Raymond James provides these kickers to kick in. It often hasn't been helpful. And what I mean by that is Raymond James, if you've ever been in there, which I'm sure a lot of listeners of our program have, It kind of has a wind tunnel type of dynamic to it where the end zones kind of lay open a little bit in the structure of the stadium. And it forms a wind tunnel in Raymond James Stadium, home of the Buccaneers. So what happens there is the wind will pick up east to west or vice versa, depending on what way the wind is blowing that day and what that will do for our Buccaneers kickers is really make life hard on them. And that's why we've had so many kickers over the years. That's why they flop time and time again. I mean, you think about it, and you could only remember a handful of good kickers that we've maintained over the past decade or two. I mean, suck up for those two years. You could put in the good category. Connor Barth had a couple productive seasons for the Bucks. Sure, you could put him in the good category. And Matt Bryan as well. But outside of that, we had a bunch of Helter, Skelter, Shane Andrews types of the world. I'm sure a lot of people have to take out their phones and even look up Shane Andrews and see where the hell he kicked for us and what years he kicked for us. And um yeah, we did have Grammatica too, Peppin' stepping, but um yeah, I mean, yeah, he's right on the border. I'll give you that. He's right on the border of uh two decades. He he's right on the border that I I was more so going for oh three and beyond, but, uh, yeah, we'll let Gramatica count. We'll, we'll, we'll let him squeak in there and, uh, count towards this as well. So there you go. Gramatica notable, but maybe the most notable thing about Gramatica was him jumping up and down, breaking his leg. Sadly, remember that when Gramatica, his brother, I think that was, his brother went to celebrate a kick, got so excited, jumped up in the air and, uh, yeah, that was the end of his leg for a little bit. Much love, brother. Much love to you, and You're the man. We appreciate you always tuning in. We hope that you're getting your pregame coverage oh so greatly this morning. But then you look at all the other kickers. Yes, the Shane Andrews of the world, like we mentioned, the, uh, you know, we got Lawrence Tynes Tynes almost took us out of the NFL with his MRSA suing. I'm kidding. He didn't really literally almost take us out of the NFL, but he did try to take us down for MRSA. So it's been an up-and-down battle. Uh, Matt Gay didn't pan out here, obviously. That Roberto Aguayo kid pff, obviously didn't pan out here. And then you look around the league, and you have the Vikings having Greg Joseph. You have the Colts having Matt Gay who were both once young kickers on this Bucks roster, who really are panning out elsewhere at this given time. But we'll see. I think Chase McLaughlin's a good one to get. I think his leg is suitable for the wind tunnel, a.k.a. Raymond James Stadium. And I think the Bucks made a really, really good decision on kicker. I've watched a couple other podcasts and a couple other Bucs fans, oh, we're not going to trust the kicker. We're not going to... Trust the kicker until we see him make some kicks. Why would we trust the kicker? I watched this kid a lot in Indianapolis last year, Chase McLaughlin. His leg over 45 yards is electric. I mean electric, Bucks fans. A lot of people are used to the Ryan suck-ups of the world where we need chip shots, where we need the ball within the 40-45 yard line range to even try and attempt the field goal. We're going to be attempting 50-plus yarders pretty regularly with this Chase McLaughlin guy, and that should put more points on the board for this offense, and that's one of the reasons why I think, in a weird way, this offense really does get better this season without the likes of a Tom Brady even. Nothing against the GOAT, but I do think our offense improves, mainly because Leftwich isn't here, but um, yeah, yeah. You know, Byron's probably watching the game on the couch today with – just sad, right? Byron had a head coaching job, and uh, that's why you take what you're offered when you're offered. He could have been the head coach of the Jaguars, and uh, I don't think they're missing him too much right now, but he's probably missing them a lot. Bucks-Rays-Bolts says, where are you going to watch the game at? Bucks-Rays-Bolts, I will be watching it down here with my pops in the Bucks cave. Uh, My dad's a big Bucks fan as well, so um, you know, he's a little torn. My brother's a Colts fan. I'm a Bucks fan. But he'll probably come down and uh, slither and watch some of the game in the Buck Cave. So, looking forward to it. We have a three TV setup going on. We'll obviously have the Bucks in the middle with the big volume. And then on the left, we'll have a game. On the right, we'll have a game. And then we'll bring the little TV out for four TVs for all the games today. Uh, Robert was good. For Rams, and then Donnie Pepin says, Luffwitch is watching football today in his underwear. Yeah, you know, Byron, it's really a shame because he had so much potential at one point in time, but now he just is on the sidelines. And, uh, you know, there were rumors that maybe Notre Dame was interested in him when Tommy Reese left to take the offensive coordinator job elsewhere. There were rumors that he was maybe just going to become a quarterback's coach somewhere, Byron Lefwich. But none of that equated to just about anything. And now we're looking square in the eye of a week one of the NFL season. And we hit week two last night, week three for some of the college football season. And you really haven't heard Byron's name. Anyone even sniff the name of Byron Lefwich? Donnie Pepin, Steppen Pepin says, watching from Toronto, Canada. That's a blast, uh, Step and Pep in Toronto, Canada, what an honor, man. We're honored to have you here. One of our Canadians, you and Mike D, are two of our favorite Canadians who join the program on a regular basis. It's really an honor to have you two gentlemen. As I see Huncho making his way in, we'll let him settle in and uh, get on the program. Huncho, how the hell are you doing this morning? Happy game day, brother. We made it to week one. 2023, it's really a beautiful feeling. I'm glad you could join us this morning.
1: Good morning, good morning, man. I'm I'm coming in late, man. I went to sleep late. You know, it's like working waking up for a first day of school, man. i was Mm -hmm. so excited. I just couldn't sleep last night.
0: So I was tossing and turning all night, bro. All night. I was like, well, and munching a little bit. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I
1: definitely get what you're saying. Depends on what you're munching on. But yeah, I definitely definitely couldn't sleep at all last night well hold
0: on munching all right we're not gonna be munching on the wrong sorts of things in this (laughs) world um i'll just put it like this i was um fritos fritos were the victim last night um yeah yeah uh, it's usually water for me i don't blame you man you know you wake up when you munch in bed you got crumbs all over the damn place but uh, that's you know another story. I, speaking of crumbs, hoping we don't get crummy play today. I think we fare pretty well today, Huncho. How the hell are you feeling?
1: Man, I'm I'm just I'm just excited to see see how everything unfolds. I mean, we all have our uh, predictions and our uh, assumptions and the offense, and I'm just ready to see everything come together, man. It's it's exciting. I'm actually a little more excited than I, I've usually been with the uh recent success of tom brady and everything i mean we kind of already had the standard and the bar that knew where we were going to be with the expectations so pretty not pretty much now uh i'm just excited just to see where we're going to go and what we're going to do and um how it's going to go so yeah i think i think um it's going to be a good one bro until the uh defense i want the defense to get settled down early the offense to produce points early and um We'll see, man.
0: And our buddy J.C. Allen Hobson from the millions and millions oh, at Sports man. Illustrated's SI Game Day.
1: J.C. don't sleep at all, bro.
0: No, I think, uh, yeah, last night it was like 2.30 a.m. and I heard my uh, telegrapher going off and J.C. was sending me a fantasy trade in telegram language. And I was like, who the hell's making that noise? <laughs> it was J.C. Allen scrapping around trying to rip me off. Nah, no, I'll... Jokes aside, that man doesn't sleep. Um, he's been putting in the work, the best of work, the greatest work. Right. Everybody loves JC. Everybody knows his come up. His rise has been insane. The past 24 months or so, this man has set the Buccaneers world ablaze by giving the Bucks the best coverage possible and really asking the best of questions at pregame and postgame press conferences, really writing great content really making great appearances on podcasts such as our pod and many other pods as well. Um, as pops says a score prediction, Huncho Pop says Tampa, 23 Vikings, 20 Tampa defense steps up and offense is efficient enough to get 23. That's pops from Twitter. That's good. What, what's your thoughts on that prediction? I mean, and, I, uh, I, JC if, Allen.
1: If it comes to, to down to 23 to 20. Oh yeah. What's up JC. Come on. But, um, Final score prediction. If it's if it's the 20, 23 to twenty, it's gonna be a, a hell of a game, man. I, I I don't. It's gonna be a nasty game, man. I I like that for us to get up. I mean, a win is a win, but I want to at least get up a little bit and um control like the game and be a little more dominant. I, I guess
0: you I, want an easier victory, so to speak.
1: Hopefully. Right, I want to. Sh- I want to like know. Show that yeah, we're a better team, and, and this is this is who we are. Probably a blowout. I don't know. I just I just feel it. I just something in my gut. It's in my gut, man. It's in my gut, man. I'm feeling it,
0: bro. And you yeah. know what I'm saying as well, Hunch. A lot of doubters put a chip on Baker Mayfield's shoulder. I really do believe that. Yes, yes, most definitely.
1: If he can return to like how he played last year. Or when he made that playoff run in Cleveland, I mean, he was on fire, bro. And, like, everyone knows he was a first-round pick. So the potential is there. And you just look at how he was set up in his uh, NFL career. I mean, it's, it's not it wasn't the ideal best situation, how many head coaches he went through, offensive systems, shitty uh, Carolina uh, team. Their coach is still shitty. Like, come on, bro. It's just, it's just a lot going on. So – I mean, his clean slate. You you have no excuses here, really. Too much. Oh, you got great receivers, great running back. Uh, we feel like uh, decent enough Our offensive line. I feel like young, upcoming tight end. Um, we're gonna see, man. They say this is a system that's designed for him, so uh, it's no excuses. It's time to bake.
0: It's time to bake, right? And a lot of people have been alluding to Baker Mayfield all offseason now. Some advocating for him to be the starter. Some saying, hold on, let's have Trask have a turn at these sorts of things. But at the end of the day, in all reality, I think the Buccaneers made 100% the right decision and the Mm -hmm. right move on how they handled the quarterback room. I think they left it open enough where Trask had the door cracked where he Mm -hmm. could maybe win, although I don't think he ever really had a realistic chance hunch. But, you know, they left the door cracked for him, and it really made an interesting offseason.
1: Yeah, they. they I, I feel like the trash situation. Like we, we all kind of knew it was Baker's Baker's job to lose. So all he had to do was be consistently good in practice. And it came a time when he when he just was. I'm pretty sure testing the waters and had a couple bad days. And um, trash was performing probably at the top of his. And um, you know, Baker is a competitive guy, so he stepped up to the challenge. You um, know. He, he he rose to that and overshadowed. Like you know, he came back and got it. You know, um, that position. So um, I feel like Tras. He's he's a good guy. I don't know if I don't think he makes the correct reads. Probably the ones that the offensive coordinator and the defense uh and the head coach would like for him to make and as quick as they would like. You know, to go to that next play when when you're in trouble and pick up blitzes and stuff like that. Because if you see seeing in the preseason, he he was a little delayed with some of those some of those uh, sacks could have been avoided, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I agree with that hunch. And uh, he didn't look awful. But as you said, some of his intangibles could have got a little better. And I think they did get better throughout the preseason. But obviously, he's still a pretty raw product at this time. Hasn't had much experience to date yet. So I think they're going the right way with the quarterback room. And then it's easier down the road if you need to go from Baker to Trask and Trask to Baker. At yeah. the end of the day, as well, Greg Allman tweets this morning from Fox Sports All four NFC South teams open their season at one o'clock Eastern today. Falcons host the Panthers, Saints host the Titans, and the Bucks are at the Vikings. So, all
1: four have uh, new uh, quarterbacks. I just thought about that. Like, oh, look, we got new quarterbacks this year, like first year quarterbacks.
0: And all four have new number two quarterbacks as well. Besides the Saints, they have Jameis. So uh, ooh, incorrect ooh. statement. But number three, uh, the Bucks. You know, Trask is technically a new backup for us. And then um, the Sa- or the Falcons got Taylor Heineke, and then the Panthers got Andy Dalton. So mm,
1: that might Taylor Heineke might actually take that job, depending
0: on how that guy plays. Also, yeah, you know, you know, if Ritter's struggling, they're going to look at Heineke eventually. Yeah.
1: That's more so of the same kinda of like our situation, I feel feel like, but they flip flopped it. You get what I'm saying? They want not do instead of the veteran, you know.
0: I definitely agree with you. Uh they flip flopped indeed though. It's like, yeah, they're going from the young guy was their incumbent, so they're sticking with the young guy instead of it being vice versa. Um
1: i yeah. I feel like we clearly can be the best team in the NFC South. I mean, the Saints always give us trouble. So. But outside of that, yeah, the Falcons, they got some key additions. They got some pretty nice uh, wide receivers. They got they got Bajan Robertson. You know, they got a pretty good offensive, but I just don't think it's, it's there yet because you got to actually produce that, man. You got to have produce that, and I'm not too big on their quarterback. We'll see. Or that offensive line. So <clears throat> we'll see how, but I, I definitely feel like Carolina's after – Probably the Falcons, just because Bryce Young is young and um, coming into the NFL new. So I think he's going to have his lumps and bumps and bruises, especially when defensive coordinators start preparing for him, uh, blitzing him like crazy and stuff like that. So we're going to see with them. I think the Panthers have the the, uh, highest uh, mountain to climb.
0: I agree. I think Panthers have the highest mountain to climb. They went to get that number one pick. <laughs> they have a hell of a coaching staff, but they gave up DJ Moore. And, wow, uh, that was crazy. What happened? That DJ, was crazy. Yeah, give up DJ
1: Moore like he was like I, I would have gave up probably anybody else. Like, and I they lost
0: that him. running back that looked good for them last year, Deontay Foreman as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, he, he, they they lost him also. I mean, it's crazy. They're going to be in a slump, clearly. Rebuild. I mean, you lost, or whatever, Robbie Anderson. I don't know when he left. Chosen Anderson? Yeah, the chosen one that got chosen not to get signed this year. I mean, (laughs) re-signed or whatever. He was kicked off the team.
0: Did you ever see the video of him um, having, uh, pretty much having sex with that lady outside in a parking lot? Like, in his car, oh, there's a video of him. just... Oh,
1: no, I don't think I actually seen the video. I think I heard, I, I probably did. It was so long ago, but yeah, that guy's weird to me. I, I thought he was something special
0: when he was uh, where, where did he play at? My, my, no,
1: New York, New York, when he was play, playing for the Jets.
0: Yep, remember him, man? He had some really good times up there, and then when the Panthers got yeah, him, he was I was...
1: Sam Don. yeah, he was with Sam Donald, and I think they thought some of that magic still was there when they bought Sam And I mean, he looked good a little t- little bit of time, but for the most part, he was not that good down here when we played, when we played. He's, he's, he wasn't that threat wide receiver. It just seemed like the wide receiver, uh, all those old wide receivers are kind of getting washed and we're going to see what the De- Deandre Hopkins, like, what did he do? Like, are you still like, you know, it's some young guys that's coming out, man. And there's some beasts. If like Jamar Chase and, and, uh, Justin Jefferson, them guys are beasts, man, you know? And, um, we're going to see. And the guy from the Raiders, it's Devontae Adams. Like, we're going to see what all these great wide receivers supposed to be, what they can do, you
0: know? Exactly, Hunch. You hit the nail on the head, and today's the day. Well, I guess Thursday was, but today's the real day to start seeing these guys on the field making yeah. moves. As Bucks-Rays-Bolt says, it's very sad nobody picks us to win, according to expert. I don't think it's sad at all. I think it's a great. beautiful thing. I'm going to label great. it as beautiful, Hunch, because. I love going under the radar. Back in the day, this is all we knew. This is all we knew before Bruce Arians got here in 2019. From Gruden to Arians, this is what we knew. We had one or two great years when Raheem Morris' Huncho had that one nice year with us, and then Mm -hmm. we had, you know, we had the flop year with Dirt Cutter and Jameis, and everyone was like, "Oh, this team's really good," and then we sucked. Well, outside of that. We were pathetic every year until Bruce came here. And then once Brady leaves, oh, oh, Bruce is gone now too. He was pretty much gone last year. Brady's gone. All these guys are gone and everyone's jumping off the ship again. Guess what? Get your bags and get the hell out of here. We don't want you here. We don't. So if you're jumping off now, if you don't think – we're a good enough team to have your fan support, and if you're not gonna pick us to win from here on out, I love it, Hunch. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, they'll,
1: they'll be they wake up. Wait, they wake up soon, you know. It's gonna be what it's gonna be, and um, I just like to say, uh, I I I didn't talk to so many people, and it's strictly, it's simply just because Brady left, and it's so crazy. Like I tell everybody, you know, it's a team game. Like regardless, like Brady, yes, he he saved us whatever with breaking the culture and he helped us win a super bowl but it's a team game like we had to insert a competent quarterback you know what i'm saying
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what i'm saying we had to just insert a competent quarterback we had great wide receivers and then you know he he bought some pieces with him that i i granted that like yeah okay Antonio brown and um leonard Fournette. you know and those type of guys that came in and played a, a role but I'm telling you this, this team is just as good as that team was then. Only thing that I'm concerned about is probably our death mm-hmm. and also um, <clears throat> injuries. Those two things that scare me, bro, if, if we can um, stay injury free and and our death be, if we stay injury free, there's no, I, I'm not too scared about the death, you know, but those things that matter with this team and the quarterback, of course. But to say Tom Brady came and just made the team, and that's that's the only reason why we won. Come on, man. It's a whole defensive, uh, like, come on. But there was a lot of things that had to happen that year before, for us to win that Super Bowl. And this team, I know that that's motivation for this team to go out there and play even harder because y'all basically say we suck. We've been trashed. We're nothing without Tom Brady. Like, that's kind of like if you're, with a girl, and then you break up, and then oh, he's not gonna be nothing, he's not, he's he's nothing, he can't do anything, you know what I'm saying? Because he's with her, that's kind of like disrespectful. So, you're gonna walk, you're gonna get your shit together, and you're gonna tighten up. And, um, hopefully, that's what we do this year, man. Our ex girlfriend is gone, Tom, Tom, Tom Brady, and now we're here, uh, <clears throat> with this new young hottie. She's been around the block a couple times, but you know what I'm saying? We might can get her to you know, be a little good one for
0: us. Yeah, and I, I love that analogy, Huncho. Don't get me wrong. Brady was awesome. One of the best bucks ever in a short time here. Yeah. So don't get us wrong. But last year, yes, he brought us back from a couple games. But, you know, whether it was him, the offensive line, Byron which something just wasn't right. And now a lot of the pundits are writing us off when they're the ones who highly criticized Brady's play last season. Last- it's like crazy ain't it? it it's really crazy and it's really hypocritical but that's what you get from the national pundits it's really right. bad even some local pundits just the things they say is disastrous but Bro, I,
1: <clears throat> when i tell you Tony, i'm gonna to cut you up but when i tell you i was listening to some of these uh podcasts because i listen around mm-hmm. and just hearing just it, you would think these guys are, are uh minnesota guys for real you know these guys just, just so negative and just letting like, oh yeah, I don't see like it's, it's, it was just like God, like come on, it's the Vikings
0: at the end of the day, bro.
1: <laughs> like come on, man, you giving them, I give them credit, but you're giving them too much credit. It's the Vikings, bro.
0: That's they, easy. they, they made the playoffs last year, but so did we, and we both lost ugly in the first round. So everyone, oh Minnesota was good last year. They made the playoffs. Well, actually. They had like seven or eight games that were decided by a combined eleven points, uh-huh. all results and wins for them. So, you know, I really don't think they were as great as their record indicates last season. What and was it? What do you
1: remember the score when we played them last time?
0: When we played them to uh, in twenty twenty when they came to our house, is that it? I think wasn't it thirty one twenty one? I want to say. I don't remember at all. I'll I'll look into that, but I believe it was thirty-one twenty-one, and that was the year that that was the game that got the Bucks going again. Remember, because we went into the bye week seven. It was twenty-six fourteen. I knew it was around a ten-point game somewhere, but twenty-six fourteen, and we did start that game out down six to nothing against the Vikings, and everybody was freaking out. Oh, the Sparks team, blah blah blah, and then we ended up winning and winning and winning and winning and winning, and then beating the Redskins and beat or I'm um, uh whatever the hell football team or um you know Commandos, and then I, I forget what they were in 2020. They've changed names so much at this point. So uh, the Washington team, and then you know we kicked ass, man. You'll never see a run again of beating the likes of Braves, Rodgers, and Mahomes in a row, Hunch. That was truly an incredible thing, as Bucks-Rays-Bolt says. Do you think Mike Evans will play good? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is actually going to make him play better, Hunch. What say you? I think he knows now that, hey, I I don't – trust me. I'm not saying this is like, you know, he he didn't play well before or he took plays off before. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is sometimes when you have – These things come up in life, and me and you know it. Even personal issues for everyday Joes like me and you, because at the end of the day, this has became a personal issue for Mike Evans. You could see it in his face. You could see it in his eyes. Mm -hmm. When people deal with these personal things, one of two things happen. They either crawl in a corner and get scared, a.k.a. these NFL players hold out, or they bust their ass ten times harder. And they give 190% instead of 110%. And they go out there and they prove how much money they're worth. And I think that's the path that Mike Evans has taken. So I think he's going to have the best year we've seen in quite some time from Mike, what say you hunch? I mean, we've heard from JCL and from SI's Sports Illustrated uh, Bucks game day that this is the best Evans has looked since his time covering the Bucks.
1: Like the man's getting better every year. Like he's literally getting physically better every year and faster. Um, besides that year, last year they, they, that him and Brady was off. But come on, Mike is is a monster, bro. He he he's a pre- professional. You know, he's a real one. He's he's real. He's authentic. He 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 doesn't like. So he's about his business. He's he's just a very special person and on and off the field. And I think he's going to dominate the day. I, I feel like, especially young cornerbacks. Like, come on, man! I think the, the corner, their oldest quarterback, cornerbacks been there what two years, and they had a safety that they just traded for or something? I don't know, something is crazy. Uh, but they don't have enough firepower to stop it, bro. I I feel like they don't have enough to stop our offense. Like they keep talking about their offense, We're, everybody's talking about the Vikings offense and the Vikings offense. What about this offense that hasn't been seen? Nobody has. Uh, nobody knows how it's going to look. How do you stop? How do you do that with with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and the motions? And come on, man, Rashad got,
0: White slashing got, and dashing,
1: like, Trey Palmer. You got uh, the uh, Shane. And- yeah, it's coming in and pounding them up. Then you got that defense. Just to you get it as a piece, because as you can see, last last game we didn't have Levante in there last preseason. You get what I'm saying? Levante wasn't playing, and um, I forgot what. Well, he wasn't playing, even if he, he might play today. But those pieces added to this. It's, it's just going to be phenomenal, guys. And Winfield didn't play that game. and So it's a lot of pieces, big key pieces. That's in each each section of the defense, the defensive line, the linebackers, and the back end. You get what I'm saying? That that They had key pieces there that we didn't even get a glimpse to see. So uh, everybody together. We got veteran leadership on that defense. We got Levante David. Come on, man. We got Devin White. He's uh, the run stopping. Come on, man. Vita Vea. Come on. Let's let's look at like we, like who we are. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying on, on defense. Come on, uh, Carlton Davis shut uh, Jay Jets down pretty much when he last played. Mm-hmm. I know it was a while ago, but come on, man. Let's act like we got studs over here and start acting like, oh, it's the Vikings. No, I'm not. I'm not scared of the Vikings. I am I think everybody should just take it a little easier on the uh, score predictions with us getting beat by 10 plus points. And no, like no, no, no. I don't see that happening. It's going to
0: be a- 95% of America has the Vikings winning by six and a half or more because they're betting on the Vikings. So that's just, you know.
1: They got this stupid stigma in their head about Brady, like the and them. all oh, the Bucks weren't nothing, cause that's always been the talk. Oh, they're not nothing. It's just Brady. It's just Brady. It's just Brady. So now, oh yeah, they're back. They're gonna be sucked. Like it's and they got Baker Mayfield. Like it's so crazy. It's just so crazy. Refreshing offensive coordinator. Uh What's up, J Lo? Refreshing coordinator. Refreshing defense. Uh, come on, guys. Let's add some key pieces. Yaya Diaby, ya, come on! These guys are going to excel by week four. We're gonna see we could be really, really good, or we're gonna be mediocre. And I feel like we're we're training it to really, really good. And I think I think we might see a lot from this game today. I just got a feeling, man. We might see a lot from us this game, and we might actually just give the Vikings exactly what they, they what they think they they don't need.
0: I agree with you, Hunch. I couldn't agree more. As we got some. OGs of the program in the house. Neil L. J-Lo? J-Lo in the building. Neil in the building. Two OGs. J-Lo, OG, J-Lo you LG now, nah, my boy? Yeah, J-Lo's moving up in the world. This guy's great. If you guys don't follow or keep up with J-Lo on Twitter, his handle is something very long, but look for that beautiful <laughs> man right there and, uh, you know, give him a follow. Can't miss him. You know. Can't miss him. Yeah, he's everywhere. His hunches said you can't miss him. Uh, real quick here, hunch. I'm gonna go over this beautiful game day haiku I orchestrated last night. Um, oh, okay. I make one of these every so often. I made one a couple of years back for the playoffs. So, yesterday's goes along the lines of, "'Twas the night before game day when all through Bull's house, Mike Evans was screaming. We got the purple monsters now. Coach Dave Canales says the offense learning new plays. We all know Levante is ring-of-honor bound one day. Baker was still watching film in his bed while a touchdown pass to Trey Palmer replayed in his head. Vita Vea is practicing a new pass rush attack. Shaq Barrett is licking his chops in hopes of multiple sacks. Carlton is practicing his lockdown defensive stance. Coquif is working with the tight end room on a unity touchdown dance. Kamarta keeps bombing the pigskin in his backyard. Logan Hall and the boys are sure to make Kirk Cousins sharp. As the Bucks raise the flags ready to set sail, Winfield and Rashad are giving deuces to the Purple Snails. Guys, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be a big one. His hunch will be right back. Um, he has to leave for a second. He'll be right back. That was the game day haiku. You could keep up with that and so much more. On my Twitter, at Tampa Tones, again, game day, vibes are great, vibes are high, you know, you got me making haiku poems out here, you got Huncho, leave and join and leave and join and we got more beautiful people in the building, LY Cigars says, Buccaneers, yep, what's up LY, how the hell you doing, thank you for joining us this evening, and then Neil wants score predictions, Neil, we're going to give the score predictions I wrote down the score predictions um, that we did give a couple of uh, days ago. Friday, we had our preview show to the big game where we did give some score predictions. So let me dig those out here. Um, Somewhere, we got J.C. Allen's score prediction. We got my score prediction. We got Huncho's score prediction and so much more. Here they are, um, the score predictions from this past week were Mike D from the comments had 26 to 14 bucks with Mike Evans as MVP Huncho had 28 21 bucks with Rashad white MVP uh, Jeremy had 23 20 bucks with Rashad white MVP bucko had 31 23 bucks with Chris Godwin as his MVP JC Allen had 23, 20 bucks with Godwin and Rashad White co MVPs. Chris Cole had 24, 17 bucks with Rashad White MVPs. A lot of Rashad love today. And then me, Tampa Tones, had 27, 23 bucks with Baker Mayfield as your valuable player today. As you know, he's going to be balling out in hopes of a new contract this off season whether it's from the Bucks or someone else. But real quick here as you guys are tuning in to the way too early pregame show on the Bucketeers YouTube or on Facebook at Bucks Life News or Partners over there. This replay will be available right after we are off the air. It'll be on Apple, Spotify, Google, so much more YouTube as well. We do have a giveaway to give away for today's game. If you keep up with us on Twitter at Bucketeers, B-U-C-C-A-T-E-E-R-S. We're going to be giving away a Luke Gedecky signed mini helmet to one lucky listener out there. Just follow us on Twitter, see what the giveaway details entail, and then try and win yourself a Luke Gedecky signed mini helmet. And we're going to be doing a lot of giveaways throughout the regular season as well. Huncho... Um, injuries today. It seems like the two injuries we have, well, seems like we have three injuries we're dealing with. We'll see how they fare, but it seems like rookie right guard Cody Mock has a bad back. It seems like Elijah Cancy is still making his way back from injury, and then it seems like uh, Anthony Nelson has popped up on the injury report. So right before we Talk about Argo Bucks injuries for you non Bucks fans. I'm just going to do the week one injury roundup. Who's trending to play today? Who's not trending to play today? Before we get into our Bucks injuries, this is around the NFL. Trending to play today Giants tight end Darren Waller, 49ers tight end George Kittle, Packers wide receiver Romeo Daubs, Cardinals wide receiver Hollywood Brown, Cardinals tight end Zach Ertz, Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson. Trending not to play today. Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. Wow, that's a big one if Andrews can't go for the Ravens. Broncos mm-hmm. wide receiver Jerry Judy. Patriots wide receiver Devontae Parker. Saints running back Kendra Miller. Seahawks cornerback Devon Witherspoon. Now on the Buck side of the ball, you got Anthony Nelson. You got Kalijah Cancy. And you got Cody Mock all hoping to play today. Huncha, what say you? Do you think. We see these fellows play today, um, any um, of the three? Simply, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's a possibility. Uh,
1: I just – we didn't elevate any guys from the practice squad, so obviously I think they, they, they're they betting on nobody's getting injured or something like that or the, the people that they have activated, ready to go, is going to be there. So uh, I see – can't see everybody been saying it if he plays I just know Bowles he plays it so safely um but he could play for a few snaps or we can be a hell of a new defense and be like yeah we're just going to go out there and let it rip I don't know I don't know it depends on what he looks like but knowing how Bowles handled injuries in the past Mike Evans had that injury before uh um Russell Gage had that injury before um so I just think He'll sit him, sit him probably – I'm not looking forward for him probably or a mark, you know what I'm saying, or a Nelson maybe. But if if any one of those guys for sure wouldn't play, I'm, I'm leaning towards a mock for sure out of those three guys.
0: Yeah, I really hope we do get a couple of them um, at <laughs> least. But if we don't – Stenis is going to play. Yeah, Stinny, that that's a nice thing Hancho especially for mock, right? We kind of developed this nice uh this nice uh depth there between Stinny, Hainesy and Leverett. They've all got a lot of playing time over the course of the years. And uh we'll see what happens, but I do feel comfortable in our O-line depth amongst other positions as well. I think our edge depth is pretty good this year too with uh Marquis Watts and the likes of uh you know, Yaya Diaby and whatnot. So we'll see who plays, who doesn't. I think Anthony Nelson ends up suiting up. He's a tough SOB. And then see Huncho, I think if we see him, it's going to be on a pitch count for sure. Oh, most definitely. I, I mean, Todd, he's just so,
1: come on, he's the opposite of what we seen the other night with Dan Campbell. Um, I was having a debate with somebody, and they was like, oh, it's a new offense, so he might just, I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, no. I, it, it's you can it's, it's just Todd Bowles, you know what I'm saying zebra doesn't change his stripes man and i don't see it changing bro i, I just i just know it we're gonna see if he does man it's, it's gonna if if Todd drops his nuts this year man that'll be a great thing for the team especially when you got somebody fiery like Baker going forward on fourth and two and three and on your side of the field and getting oh my gosh that'll be dangerous for real <laughs> that'll be really dangerous to to, to, to actually have that true belief in your quarterback to to do things like that and baker knows that that means we got to be doing something really good and um i'm just excited to see what what's all going to transpire we talked about it we waited and waited and it's finally here baby it's
0: finally here baby a a few more hours baby literally we're just about at the four hour mark as we are nearing nine o'clock eastern time it's a one o'clock Eastern kickoff today. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, it's a little different out there in the NFL world nowadays. Direct TV's moving to YouTube from Sunday Ticket. So Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube for you out-of-market heads. If you thought, hey, my TV package is going to auto-renew, that's not the case. Get into YouTube now so you can get your Bucks games. And not just that, but really uh, CBS and Fox no more have brand supremacy either. Right back in the day. Bucks were mainly on Fox. They were mainly um, an NFC branded television station, and then you had CBS mainly covering more of the AFC games. Was CBS so? uh, No more brand supremacy hunch. The Bucks are on CBS today, and their broadcast booth includes ex-division rival and ex-Falcon Cole and Boston College quarterback Matt Ryan in his first game ever in the booth. Matt (laughs) Ryan. So we'll see how the hell he fares. As we do have the Godfather James Rubright, in the house saying I, good morning, I, I, guys. The Godfather.
1: Man, like, yeah, man. I, I just like Rondy when he's up there. Man, it's just something about Rondy. He's, he's when he's up there commentating, man. It, it,
0: I really truly. We get him. Tiki today. Ooh, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember now. Um, yeah, Tiki will never hear this, so I don't really give a fuck. Uh, damn shit, whatever. How the, how, however you cut the cake. When me and my lady road tripped to Indianapolis last offseason, season, story time here for a brief minute to see the Bucks at Indianapolis to take on Bucks Colts. Um, it was a preseason one, obviously, and we stayed at our, a beautiful hotel in Indianapolis. I'm not gonna say where. We're sitting there. We're sitting there, and next thing you know out of the corner of our eye we pierce uh tom moore tom moore is walking around the legendary bucks assistant who's very up there in age and i go up to him i talk to him me and tom moore talk a little bit i say how are you thanks so much for everything you do he he was in and out he had some friends and family to meet as he was a longtime colts assistant and then he headed out of there and then all of a sudden you pierce over you see Bruce Arians, Rondé Barber, and Chris Myers sitting wow. at the bar. And <laughs> Chris Myers, what I happened, Hunch? I said you was in the right spot, weren't you? I was in the right spot, brother. That's for sure. I also met Shelton Corals there on another occasion. Um, it, it's been a great time. But uh, So, Rondé and Chris Myers are the Buccaneers' preseason announced combo. They're the preseason announced team, Rondé and Chris. Ronde and Bruce are close because Ronde used to be babysat way back in the day by Bruce, of course. Of course. as was Tiki. When um you know Bruce and Ronde and Tiki's dad were college roommates together way back in the day at Temple, I believe it might have been Temple or Virginia, one of those two. But I want to say Temple. So um Bruce used to babysit the Barber brothers in his dorm room here and there at uh, some given time. So. My girlfriend was with me. She obviously knows Tiki Barber from some goofy reality TV show, right? These crazy ladies with all their jibber jab TV, their Lifetime movies, all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, my lady was like, hey, um, Rondé, I know your brother from blah, 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 this TV show or whatever. And Bruce literally looks and he goes, F Tiki. I love him, but Ronde's my guy. And he was really... Buttering up the love of Ronde Barber. So uh, I feel your pain, Hunch, and so does Bruce Arians. Uh, you know, we love Tiki. We like Tiki, but if you could upgrade Barber Bros and get to be with Ronde in the booth, I think that's a little bit better. So I would like if Ronde were to be announcing our game today over Tiki, as we know Tiki uh, has a little scuffled pass, and uh, he's not in favor of Bruce Arians, evidently. So uh, give us Ronde next time, right, Hunch? you. Hunch, um, hunch my oh, hunch will be right back. I just seen, I just seen it. It's breakfast. My, my bad, Here, my bad. No, but he's, definitely, hunch.
1: he's definitely the Pinterest version of uh, Rondé Rondé Barber. So
0: that's what we'll have today. <laughs> As Pop says, the key to this game for me is how we will, uh, how will our linebacker crew will play Shack injury and tragedy, White head case, Levante age. That's a key. What say you, Huncho? Do you believe that's a key as well, or linebacker room? And that's some good. That that's some good cases right there, right? Uh, unfortunately, shacked out with a terrible tragedy, terrible injury. Devin White's kind of been in and out of the things, and the Levante is getting a little older. It's, nasty.
1: So. it's gonna be nasty. Just just think of that. Like just put our our def, I mean, our roster against their roster, like. I know they got some star player with with jets but besides that, come on, bro. Like, like real, for real, for real. Think about it. Just think about what we really have over here. Shaq Barrett. You got Shaq Barrett, Vita Vea. Come on, bro. JTS in another year in a system, getting to the quarterback. Come on, Kalaja Kansi coming up the middle next to Vita Vea. Mm-hmm. Speed, come on.
0: I think Logan Hall is a big step up. This Logan year.
1: Hall, come on, man. You got
0: Levante and uh Devin White, two of the best
1: linebacker duos in the NFL. Let's not forget that. Not just in our conference and in, in the division. No, in the NFL, bro. You gotta think, bro. Like these people are forgetting it. Carlton Davis is a lockdown corner. Let's let's be for real. He, let's let's check his resume. For real. Like put some respect on us, like seriously. Anton Winfield going back there playing with his dad played at. Come on, man, mm-hmm. you know how he's coming. You know he steps up in those types of games, man. Let's go, let's go, bro. Like I, our defense is ready. Like I, I'm sure our defense should be ready. I know it, the first drive or so it might look crazy. That's what just Bucks life. We go down there, and, but come on, man. I think we're gonna rattle Kirk and he's gonna make some some decisions because they talking talking about Kirk like he's time. You like that? I mean, they talking like he's Peyton Manning yeah he's a very
0: accurate quarterback and blah, 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 blah. I mean, oh. yeah I just think he's
1: just gonna be man come on come on it's Kirk Cousins bro calm down everyone's slurping
0: that Netflix documentary what?
1: it's crazy it's Kirk Cousins bro like come on like let's be for real here it's Kirk Cousins stop acting like he's Peyton Manning or, or Tom Brady like he's not he's a good quarterback when everything's going good just like many quarterbacks in the league but once he gets rattled it's going to be a different story story you take jay jets out the game then he's going to what he got addison he got a couple guys now but it's still going to be a transition from the 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 college to the nfl for addison they have a decent nice uh tight end but we have a tight end stopper we have some tight end stoppers come on man i mean I say about the first driver, so it might look crazy, but let's not let's not act like we don't know what Todd Bowles' defense can do to an offense, man. We did it last year with the Cowboys. We did it the year before that with the Cowboys. Come on, with uh, with certain with the Cowboys when we first played them, and they had a they had fire out the out the ass. So I, I just feel like a lot of people are really sleeping, and in and in in this this should wake them up, man. I mean. If I if I'm wrong, y'all can re- replay this back and, and say, Yeah, this guy's nuts. But right now, no, I, we'll
0: just delete it. I, I'm no, I'm kidding. Dangerous. I'm feeling here. dangerous tones. Feeling dangerous. I woke up this morning feeling
1: dangerous. I woke
0: up feeling dangerous. Woo! Let's go. Baker's ready to roll, baby. I'm ready to go seven rounds right now in the damn thing. Um yeah, the St. your aunt and uncle's Bucks defensive old when Kirk Cousins did the you it's like the that. Standard. It's a standard now. It's a high standard now. Exactly. And I don't mean, again, for people saying, oh, what do you mean? The Bucks' defense used to be good. Yeah, we were good when we had the Sap and the Brooks and the Rice. But do you remember the gap between Raheem and Dirk Hutter and Lovey Smith and those defenses? It Ooh. was ugly. It was ugly, man. And that's when Kirk Cousins did that. you like that?
1: You like Came that? Back. Ugh. Mike Heavens had a hell of a game that game, and they just let Kirk Cousins. I was at my sister's wedding, and then I came. We we were like, oh, yeah, man, the Bucks, Yeah, we up 30. We was up like some crazy number, and we had to part the wedding, just jamming and hanging out. It was like, oh, yeah, we're going to watch the game after. Man, I'll be damned. As soon as we peeked at it after we were leaving after the, the wedding later on, it was like, we lost. How? We were up like, man, it was crazy, though. I don't I think
0: y'all that. ended up watching that replay.
1: <laughs> what? I, I hate looking at replays like that. No. No, 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 no.
0: No. Mm-hmm. I could only watch a replay where we win if I'm being honest. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I just got into this thing with
1: the All-22, though. It's so mm-hmm. phenomenal. It's, like, better than a real game, I swear. The All-22 is, like, better than the real game because you get to actually watch every player and what they did on every play. So it kind of gives you the feel of, Okay, where's this person at? Oh damn, look what he did there. Dang, you know what I'm saying? So you get in it, it when when guys like us watch all twenty two, it's it's a different week. It's better than actually the game, you know.
0: I gotta re up my all twenty-two. I haven't had it in two or three seasons now. You better get with it, buddy. I know I used to, uh, you know, I used to, but in the, uh, you know, no excuse, but freaking just <laughs> uploading the pod and everything. just so much time consumed. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah.
1: You've been putting in work, my boy. You've been putting in work
0: going into the semantics, but we got a couple more comments here until we give some of our final comments and bounce out of here in a little bit on the way too early pregame kickoff show on breakfast <laughs> with the Bucketeers, Buck's Grays bolts. He's been awesome lately. A great contributor said, uh, refs better play fair today. Hunch, um, for better or for worse, to be honest, I know it's week one and I know there could be some egregious penalties out there, and uh, this may cost me, but I'm gonna go out on the limb here and say whether we win or lose, it won't be because of the refs.
1: Oh, please, hopefully not, man. These guys suck ass. I mean, I don't get it, man. These refs get paid. Your buddies,
0: the zebras, aren't they your buddies?
1: Man, listen, I I wish they were. I'll give them a Tom Brady uh, high five or something, man, because this is nuts, bro. These these refs get worse and worse every year. You know, I I, I just it's unacceptable, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be some egregious calls for the roughing the the quarterback. You're gonna see that, of course, and and just they just going to cater to the, a lot of the offense and um it's going to be some talked about things i just know it cuz the refs are shitty every year for the first few weeks all the way and as we seen that the other night with uh those false starts i mean it's crazy
0: yeah remember uh the chiefs right tackle looked like a slot wide receiver out there on thursday night football the way he was moving around uh falling Freeze. back a little bit
1: it was crazy. And then now everybody, oh, he's right on time. Man, he was not. He's going when the ball's going. He's lined up off the line. Like, come on, man. It's just ridiculous, man. And it's the it Chiefs, is. too. So they get, you know, they get, they got the golden boy over there now at home. So we, they're going to just do whatever they can to help them out.
0: You you know, know, did
1: you hear the part when, when they said, it's an asterisk by this game? Because Kelsey and, uh, Chris Jones wasn't playing. Like what the hell? That's crazy to say out there,
0: man. That was one of the worst things Tarico could have said. To be honest, I mean, a game's a game. It's not the Lions' fault that the Chiefs weren't ready for battle.
1: He said an asterisk, bro. That's so disrespectful.
0: And you know, Hunch. I mean, the Bucks have played games with or without some of their big stars. They've played against some teams without their big or big stars. Remember. We've never sat there once and made an excuse, oh, you know, there's an asterisk next to this game because we were without Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. No,
1: hell no. Nobody doesn't care about that. A win is a win in the NFL. If you win in by one, two, or three, it doesn't matter. It's a win is a win. If you play with your starting quarterback or you don't, it doesn't matter. A win is a win. Nobody's going to say, hey, it's a pity party because of this. Next time you guys know it's what you're doing right now and who you got on the field. That's why you make the best roster you can put. If your starter's not in, you got to have a better – you got to have good depth. That's what it's about. It's no excuses, bro. You just got to have guys that can step up. And, obviously, you could see the Chiefs didn't. They had uh, slippery slope hands Tony out there. And it mm-hmm. cost them the game, you know. They're like, those guys, Sky Moore, they were dropping pl- – it was ridiculous. And the was out there looking like, man, he was like – can we just put uh Kelsey in now? It was ridiculous, you know. But I love watching it. It remind me of the Super Bowl.
0: My man Lewis Perez joining says, Good morning, Tones. Love to see this excited for season to start, <laughs> even though I'm a Bears fan. Huncho, real quick, although obviously a Bucks pod. Any take on uh Packers traveling to Chicago today in the battle of young quarterbacks, you got Ooh. Jordan Love taking on Justin Fields today. You got a Ooh, couple of a young teams scrapping. Christian Watson's out for the Packers. What's your take on it?
1: Oh, that's going to be a good one. Um, Chicago, uh, that's a good thing Aaron Rodgers not there. <laughs> Mr. I owned you. You know what I'm saying? Didn't he say he owned the Chicago Bears or something mm-hmm, like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that was crazy. That was crazy. Like, good thing see he's out of there. I don't know. I want to see what Jordan Love can bring. Man, he's man. doing
0: I ayahuasca up I-80 somewhere floating around the Statue of Liberty right now.
1: Wow. Wow. But we're going to see. I want to see what he looks like because everybody's like, oh, it's teams and shit because Aaron Rodgers is gone, but then I seen him in the preseason. He looked phenomenal. So we're going to... gonna,
0: we're gonna see what's going to happen this year, too, Hunch? My bold prediction. I'm saying it right here and I'm not afraid to say <laughs> it at it all. Right the Jets are going to miss the playoffs this year. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. The Jets whoa. are not going to be in the playoffs when it's all said and done. And, whoa. and... A lot of people will finally stop saying, "Oh, you know, it's like the Bucks when the Bucks got Brady, and uh, it's too, it's comparing apples to oranges." I would see
1: anything like Brady when this guy,
0: his rank, he only got one Super Bowl ring.
1: Like, come on, guys! Like, he has Tom Brady has the pedigree in him. the the, the you know he came with a standard that didn't happen when he went there. He's just a good player with, with other good players. He didn't bring a. a a culture with him, a standard. No, it's just oh, he's a great player. He's a good guy. He's a he's a, he's a great ball thrower, which is very great, good. You get what I'm saying? But it's it's apples and oranges, man. He's no holy one.
0: crap, punch. We have a development here. What happened? Go fans back. fans are starting to bet on the Bucks. The line is moving like crazy. I've never seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Bucks line. They heard they heard me talking That would Re- just just Friday. Remember when we were doing Friday night show, right? The Bucks were getting six and a half points. So right. that means if you bet on the Bucks and we're going to go over gambling right now, and I'm going to ask Huncho over under <laughs> and some prop bets and whatnot before we bounce out of here. But for those of you that don't know, if you were to bet on the Bucks on Friday, you would have started with a six and a half point lead with the Bucks because they were getting six and a half points. So I bet 10 on the Bucks on Friday. The Bucks are winning six and a half to nothing at the start of the game. That's how betting works. At this very moment this morning, and this is how you know the line's moving and a lot of money's coming in on the Bucks actually over the past 48 hours. So maybe America's waking up listening to the Bucketeers, listening to Hunch and Tampa Tones and pulling their heads out of their asses. The Bucks are down to my, uh, plus four and a half. You have a two-point swing in forty-eight hours. Huh? Mm. I, I that's that's insane. And th- there's no real big injuries on the Vikings' behalf. That's mm. one of the craziest line swings I've ever seen. And that collided
1: with from the start.
0: That's what it was. Yeah, maybe Vegas might know something about Cancy playing today. Vegas might know something about that because, hunch, how do we have 95% of the public betting on Minnesota heading into Friday night and then we wake up today and the line shrinks by two points? Uh, something smells fishy about that, but I do think it's a good thing for the Bucs, and I think a lot of people are waking up and coming to the realization that, hey, this Bucks team is going to be a little more dangerous than the label we're slapping on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah! I already know it. They heard me preaching to the choir, so they know. Hey, man, listen! It's, it's it's the Vikings, guys. Like, come on, look. Yeah, it's not Randy Moss over there, but you got a good quarter. I mean, uh, wide receiver over there, but we're gonna. It's it's just it's just you put the the you put the names. Versus each other, and, and and call Todd Bowles what you want. He's he's a great defensive coordinator, and he he know how to adjust. Uh, Todd Bowles not getting blown out. That's one thing about it. I don't give a damn. Not with, if we're healthy this game, we're not gonna get blown out. Jay Jets, he might look good, but he's not gonna be like our defense ain't having that shit all game. You best believe that we're not having that shit all game. He'll probably get his. He's one of those guys that oh you're not gonna stop him. You just gotta slow him down. But all that oh he's oh this and that. He's another touch. Hell no, that's not happening. And once our offense gets to going and and, and and dominating over there with those first and year, uh, cornerback, second year, they got a great safety over there. But other than that, defensive lineman, great. But come on, guys, let's be for real. Let's be for real. We got Mike Evans, bro. We got Chris Godwin, bro. He's going to go off. Come on, bro. Like a whole new offensive scheme, bro like this is not Byron Leftwich verticals. This is not verticals, vertical, verticals. Hopefully just catch the ball, beat your man. It's going to be there and it's going to be there and it's going to be there and he's going to make it. It's, they're going to catch the ball, man. It's going to be great. Rashard, while he's catching the ball, he, he's playing the same scheme more so what he played in college. And, and, and it's, it's, it's so good. It's so good for, for the whole team. Only thing I'm surely worried about a tad bit is our offensive line, and that's what concerns me. If the offensive line can play solid, we will definitely beat Vikings, no doubt about it.
0: I agree with you, Hunch, and that leads us to a great <laughs> segment, our little gambling segment. Now we're going to go over a lot of prop bets for these individual Bucks players today. Huncho is going to tell you if he likes the over or under In terms of yardage or touchdown scores, things like that. So let's get into our little gambling segment here, as we're gonna rock and roll, guitar play into it. That's
1: you playing that guitar player?
0: Yes, sir. Let's get into the gambling segment here on the Bucketeers pregame with the Bucketeers. Uh, Wake up with us. Way too early. We're gonna have fun with this segment. That's why we got the music. Vibing in the back as well. Uh, The Godfather says Tampa Bay going to win straight up anyways. Yeah! That's what I'm talking about, Godfather. That's our guy right there. And if you do think the Bucks are going to win straight up, if you take their money line, you could get it at times 190. So say if you bet on $10 to the Bucks winning straight up, you could win $19 straight up. And um, that's beautiful. JC just crushed the Vikings and Madden. (laughs) <laughs> what an OG. That's definitely how, what I used to do when
1: I was on Mad Like, I'll beat the shit out of the team we're we'll playing we'll play the next day. Like,
0: come on, bro. Tyreek Hill it a little bit. Like, Tyreek Hill says he uses it for scouting a little bit. So, um, yeah, let's rock and roll into this, Hunch. I'm going to ask you about Baker Mayfield first. Over-under time, <clears> Tones <throat> and Hunch. We're in the over-under hour of the segment. Baker Mayfield 230 and a half passing yards today is his over or under? He just needs to get 231 passing yards to hit the over. Anything less is the under. Do you think Baker Mayfield gets to 231 passing yards or Are you going to over under hunch? I say um I'm going
1: to say under. I'll take under on
0: that. I, I don't blame I don't blame you there. I don't
1: know the offense so I'm going to go under.
0: All righty, when we keep moving on here, Baker Mayfield total pass attempts by the player, 33.5 over or under 33.5 pass attempts by Baker Mayfield today. I'm gonna say under. And you that's think-
1: because we're trying we're gonna try to establish the run.
0: I agree with that. I think we run a little bit more than we passed today. Total receiving yards by the player. Mike Evans over under. 55-and-a-half, Hunch. You think Evans gets over-under 55-and-a-half receiving yards? Uh,
1: I'm going
0: to be risky. i say over. I say Chris, over. Chris Godwin, over-under 100. What? Uh No, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say 100. I was <laughs> to say 100. I
1: mean, that's
0: just a lot of yards. Over-under for Godwin. Uh My apologies as uh, I forgot to sneak in my pregame Zambuca shot. Over under uh, 55.5 as well for Chris Godwin. Over. Yeah, and Hunch, one that I like a lot, and you'd actually win money back on it, if you adjust Godwin's line to over 69.5 receiving yards, I do think you get 75 to 80 today, you get times 160. So if you put $10 on Godwin to get over 69.5 receiving yards, you'd get $16 back as a return. I think that's pretty good. K- Kate Otten over under 19 and a half. Or I'm sorry. Kate Otten over under 23 and a half receiving yards, hunch. Over. Trey Palmer over under 19 and a half receiving yards.
1: Ah, I'm gonna
0: say under. So you don't think you think Palmer probably is one catch? Yeah, but it might be a big one because he's down the field
1: threat though, so it can be an over a hundred. These these bets get a little tricky, man. If you know your team, man, but I, I, they I, are tricky. You know, I, I, if I had, if Trey Palmer though, like, I don't even know what he's gonna. Uh, I say under. I, I I just don't know how he's they even gonna utilize this man. I don't know.
0: I think J. Uh, C. Allen was playing on rookie mode. He was on rookie mode. I used to do that too. All Madden is crazy, bro. I'd never get it. Dude, like, it's like you can't even, even hide all, all pro nowadays is hard,
1: man. Wow, really? Like, I, I gave Madden up, man. When I, I lost to my put brother, Madden
0: in forever. Mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore, bro. All right, let's a couple more prop bets here. Let's see. You could bet on the player to make the first reception of the game, hunch. If you bet on a buck, one of the following bucks to make the first catch for the bucks. Who we would all
1: it be? We all know who we're gonna say. Chris Godwin, of course.
0: And that's times six, honcho. So, if Chris Godwin catches the first pass of the game, and you put ten dollars on it, you win sixty bucks. Not bad, right? Ooh,
1: there. Damn. Yeah. Who you bet? What this is? this what is? This? What is
0: this Look here. This is a Bet Rivers app in the lovely. Rivers, Illinois version of this app. Um, Baker Mayfield over under eight and a half rushing yards, Huncho.
1: Oh, over. Over. He's going to run. He's going to run for a first down. I best believe it.
0: I agree. I think Baker's going to run. The only tricky thing is if he's hovering around 11 or 10 and if we're winning, if he needs the ball. And we move back a little bit. JC pulled away late. Was up fourteen to seven and a half. All pro salute to you, then, sir. That's beautiful, man. Any win in Madden's great. I'm just kidding. Difficulty aside, but when you do it on All Pro, that's even a little bit more thrilling. Huncho,
1: All-Pro, we're not stupid. You playing on all, all Madden? You must be playing for some money online. Like you got to be great to be playing on All Madden nowadays. That's crazy.
0: I okay. agree, bro. I used to be able to play online. I was actually at one point, this is probably a decade or so ago now, but I was a top 100 Madden player in the world at one point on Xbox.
1: Top 100, Tom?
0: Yeah, I was at one point. Uh, I believe uh, it. Was, I was in high school, so... It was over
1: Madden 05 or something like that, right?
0: <laughs> over a decade, well over a decade ago, that's for sure. I remember playing some fierce battles. Huncho to me... This is one that I'm going to be all over. Rashad White over under rushing yards, 49 and a half. I love the over.
1: Rushing? Not not receiving? Rushing, rushing
0: yards for Rashad White, 49 and a half.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: In total rushing attempts by the player, Rashad White over 11 and a half carries. Over under, you think?
1: I'm going to say under. 11
0: and a half. Crazy. Chase McLaughlin, points scored. Over, under, five and a half. I think he's going to get the over there. I, that means either two field goals or a field goal <laughs> and three extra points for Chase McLaughlin. Over, under, five and a half points for McLaughlin. Oh, I'm
1: going to say, uh, shit, I hope we don't kick three, five and a half. That means we got two threes. We might have to kick two threes, but then if you calibrate all that with all the stuff that you bet it on, like, if you want to hit, I mean, you just, at that point, you just say, fuck it and go for it. you like, yeah, just go. Yeah,
0: Go and just do I, it. I agree. And then a couple more here, Hunch. Over, under, Joe Tryon, Shawank half of sack. So you need JTS to get a sack, but you would win double your money back if he does. Are you oh. taking the risk on that over? So if you put $50 on JTS to get a sack, and he gets a sack, you win 100 oh, thank you. Okay. JTS getting a sack on Kirk Cousins, Shaq's getting double, Vita's getting double.
1: JTS, if anybody is going to get a sack, I would say it would be JTS. Because they're, they're going to, if Kansas is playing or whoever's up the middle, we're going to see. But they're going to definitely double Shaq. He's the only free man. He's going to be the, probably the only guy getting a one-on-one rush besides the other interior guys. But um, I see that that's a possibility. If anybody's going to get a sack, it would be JTS.
0: And here's going to be our last prop out of the day, Hunch. For the Buccaneers to score first and win the game times 310. So if the Bucs happen to score first today, whether it's a safety, a field goal, or a touchdown, and they win the game, if you put $100 on that, you would win $310 if that holds true. Is that a bet you're willing to take? Is that a risk you're willing to take? If they score
1: first and win the game?
0: Yep, they have to score first and win the game.
1: Wow. Well, that's I'm not worried about the winning part. I don't it's more so of the scoring first depends on if the if I just see if the Vikings get the ball first, they might just go down there and score, bro. It, it might be three, it might be six, but I just I think it's gonna take some time like that's what we're known for letting the team drive right down the first drive and score and then locking up the second. So ah, that that goes on who gets the ball first. So but I'm not I wouldn't take that bet simply because who scores first? I don't. I don't think we. I'm not 100% sure we'll
0: score first. And then the last one of the day is James Rubright said he'll take that bet. The Godfather will take the Bucks scoring first and winning bet for three ten. You love to see that. Um, I mean, it, you know, putting ten bucks on it to win thirty one bucks. It's not the worst bet in the world because to me, if the Bucks win this game. They probably get a good start on the game, and they probably do score first. Now, obviously, big underdogs on the road. It's a tough task, but I think we could do it. And, again, the, the line's moving like crazy. America's seemingly jumping on the Bucks. We're down to plus 4.5. We were plus 6.5 just 48 hours ago. Last one, Hunch, and then we're going to get into our final segments here. Total points over under 45.5 points combined for Bucks and Vikings. Do you think the Bucks and Vikings score more than 45 and a half or less than 45 and a half? As Hunch, uh, we, we might get him back. We'll see. I think he's on the road now making some moves. Hunch, if uh, you could – oh, yeah. My
1: bad. My bad. I was, you know, I'm driving. I'm going to church right now. so.
0: Hey, yeah. you good, bro.
1: Yeah. Um, for sure, I'm going to go with – if we're going by my – prediction that i did 28 21 we're definitely getting over that's yeah
0: yeah you got your prediction and my prediction both have the over hidden so i think we're both on the over
1: uh if i I did 28 so i'll be right there at what like 44 so yeah if we're gonna get that close i'll take the over
0: and then, Hunch, one last question for you. I know you're on your way to church, and we'll let you wiggle out and uh, get into the doors of church, and then I'm going to wrap up here. One other game on today's docket you're looking forward to most outside of Bucks vikings or tomorrow night's game. If you could just pick one game today or tomorrow that you could watch outside of the Bucks game, what would it be? You got Bill's Jets tomorrow. You got Cowboys, Giants tonight. Yep. You said what? Can you run it
1: back?
0: I'm sorry. uh, Which which of the following games appeals to you most other than the Bucs game? You got 49ers, Steelers. You got Titans, Saints. You got Ravens, Texans. You got Browns, Bengals, Jaguars, Colts, Cardinals, Commanders, Panthers, Falcons, Dolphins, Chargers, Rams, Seahawks, Raiders, Broncos, Packers, Bears, Eagles, Patriots, Cowboys, Giants, and Bills, Jets. Besides the Bucks game, which one are you tuning into and looking forward to Ooh. the most?
1: Oh, it's two of those games that I would actually pick. Uh, definitely the Bills and the Jets. And uh, also the Panthers and the Falcons, just because I want to see, you know, they're not our vision. But those two games.
0: And then Hunch, Bucks, any li- – luck uh, well, I'm looking forward to, uh, honestly, one game that I think is going to be pretty dang good that a lot of people are overlooking. I think browns bengals is going to be a fun one. Yeah, too.
1: It's, a, it's nasty out there. They've been talking crap to each other, man. Yeah, so that's definitely going to be
0: a good one. And then, um, obviously, Bears-Packers rivalry I think is always a fun one. And then, like you said, Huncho, I'm, I'm looking forward to – uh, I'm actually interested in Titans at Saints. I hope Titans go in there and beat yeah. the crap out of him. So I'd say outside of the Bucks game, Browns, Bengals, Titans, Saints, and uh, Bears, Packers at the end of the day for me. But I think it's a really good slate of NFL today and tomorrow. I think we get a treat for week one 2023. Hunch, I know you're a busy guy, heading places, brother, heading to church. What's your one big thing and walk off for week one today, brother? Woo. My
1: one big thing—I you know, want to is, is Dave Canales. Is he a real deal? Did he help Geno Smith come out of the darkness, out of the woods? Was it Dave Canales? That's what I want to see, boys. Dave Canales' offense. I'm looking forward.
0: I'm looking forward to that, man. Should be an upgrade over Byron, no doubt.
1: Yes, most definitely. Yeah, that's that's yeah, definitely. If he's worse than Byron, then I don't know. This guy might as well just retire right now. <laughs> like, for real. This that's that's like the guy still doesn't have a job. So whatever. Um, yeah, my walk-off, I want everybody to stay safe out there and um stay blessed, you know, drinking and, and today I know there's a lot of football going on, a lot of guys might be drinking and driving. Just if you can't get an Uber or whatever and y'all guys be safe, man. Want only get one life, take care of them.
0: B u c c a n e e r s, go Bucks! That's our man, Huncho, right there, our great co-host, our great brother. And, Huncho, remember, spread the word uh, about our Twitter to your pals that we're going to be doing a giveaway for Bucks Autograph memorabilia today and throughout the year on our way too early pregame show. And, Huncho, also pay attention. You're going to be getting one of them, obviously, being yep. a great co-host. But we're yep. going to be giving away – Halloween edition Bucketeers podcast T-shirts this year as well, so I'm working on those designs. You'll be getting one for free, but the Bucketeers will have Halloween T-shirts out there for availability this fall.
1: Yeah, that's exactly why I'm on the show, Tons, to get free stuff, man. You ain't know, thank you,
0: bro. You're welcome, buddy. But uh, you know, you'll be the first to see the design. <laughs> yeah, keep me posted. All right, brother. Any last word before uh, we let you go, and then I'll take you home uh, I, for a couple nah, minutes. Nah, I'm,
1: I'm listening. I want to hear your takes. I want to definitely. Hear hey, you. if
0: you're if you're in if you're in, that's all that matters, brother. Um, oh, I wasn't yeah. sure if you were heading to the holy lands already or what the hell. <laughs> Look at Godfather
1: down man. Don't forget your
0: Godfather. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Godfather. I won't forget you, my man. I'll I'll your whole. I'll make sure your whole family gets one. Um. I know y'all are, you know, more Bears fans or whatnot, but that's okay. You guys represent the Buccaneers pod being family, and that's a beautiful thing. So I'll make sure you guys get one all the way from you to little Francesca, my beautiful little niece. She's gorgeous. So um, we're going to make sure that happens there. But my final word, my last word, my go-home take is this. Buccaneers money line, take it, run with it, don't look back. Don't look back. Um, Really get up, get up, get up early, and don't look back. Put your foot on their throats by halftime. You want this team on the ropes. You want Kirk Cousins on the ropes. We've seen a Vikings team that was vulnerable at points last season. The Colts were up huge on them at half, and they were able to come back with ease. So you don't want to mess around today. Go into Minnesota. Take care of business. Get things done. Get in there, get a W, get out of there, get home 1-0. and You know the Titans will take care of the Saints today, so Saints will be 0-1. And you know between the Falcons and the Panthers, one of them's going to have to have a loss in there as well. So get a win today by any means necessary. You'll have a one-game lead on two teams in the division most likely and be tied with the third team, the winner of falcons Panthers, as Bucks-Rays-Bolt says, what think going to be first play, pass or run prediction? I'm going to have a bold prediction and say a play-action pass. I think that everyone's expecting the run. I think people will expect the run. And then I think Canales is going to sprinkle in a little play-action pass on the first play of the game is my prediction. So a little bit of news and notes around the NFL before I give my One big thing in walk-off for this, Um, Colts asked Packers for wide receiver Christian Watson in trade for Jonathan Taylor when they were negotiating some things. Um, Anthony Richardson will become the seventh different quarterback to start on opening day for the Colts in each of the past seven seasons. That's a pretty remarkable thing there as well. Um, Delvin Cook and Brees Hall are both expected to play tomorrow night for, uh, the big game. Dolphins expect r- rookie running back Devin Akeny to be inactive today after missing time in camp with the shoulder injury. So those of you hoping for him to have a big game, look elsewhere. Kirk Cousins salary has been guaranteed in each of the past eight seasons, including this one. So Kirk Cousins' money is guaranteed, and uh, you know we'll see if uh, that has an effect on him at all today. But ladies and gentlemen, um, we're excited. And then last but not least, the Jets inquired about Matthew Stafford this past offseason. That's really an interesting one. So if they didn't get Rogers, maybe they would have went down the Stafford rabbit hole, the Stafford sweepstakes over there as well. And that's our news roundup recap around the NFL for this beautiful Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, football is here. The journey, the wait is over. The journey starts now. The Bucks just posted a new hype video on their Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. Go check that out as we wrap up Breakfast with the Bucketeers. Our first ever way too early pregame show, Huncho. I thought that was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the next one already. So, um. I really had fun today as you gentlemen joined us. You ladies and gentlemen, I'll say, joined us early, doing a fantastic job, per usual. Huncho, what are your thoughts on the first ever way too early pregame show? Man, I
1: love it, man. You'll catch me here next, next Sunday for show. I loved it, man. It's refreshing. It got me a little hype. I'm driving doing like 80 on a freeway, 100, to church right now. So, yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited for some football right at the church it's gonna be good let's go bucks
0: let's go bucks Huncho. you be safe out there have a great day at church brother be blessed i'll talk to you throughout the game i'm sure and uh i'll give you a call after the game if we win if if we lose you probably won't hear from me for about 24 hours you know
1: how i go you know how i go you got a 24-hour recovery uh time
0: Exactly. Exactly, brother. You need morning time after a loss, but we're not going to lose. So we won't worry about that. As the Godfather says, let's get this Sunday football going. Go boys. Go Tampa Bay. Let's go. And bears. Um, yes. Godfather. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Good luck to your bears today. Uh, we know the bucks will be heralding the one and O column. Hopefully for you, your bears are as well, but next week, we got Bears coming to town, so we're going to have Bears-Bucks talk. Ooh, that's week. crazy.
1: How does that work,
0: Tom? Hey, a lot of family will be uh, mad, but I'm right <laughs> here, buddy. I'm right here. I'm right here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a great one. Thanks so much for everyone for joining. Get with us next Sunday for the way too early pre-game show starting at 8.05 Eastern, 7.05 Central AM. And be on the lookout throughout the week as well as we sprinkle in other Bucketeer shows. We're going to have a pregame show or a preview show for next week, dropping it sometime. And we'll also have a postgame wrap-up if we win for this one as well to put a bow on it. Hunch, any more words before we shut down here, brother? Nah,
1: man, I'm just ready, man. Get this thing going, man. Let's
0: go. I'm ready as well fire the damn cannons go bucks we're on the path to another lombardi trophy gonna be our third in the past 21 seasons ladies and gentlemen we're gonna average one every seven seasons fuck the saints fuck the falcons Fuck the panthers it's our time baby we're Let's gonna go. win again i don't care who's with us i don't care who's against us you're either with us or you're off the damn ship we don't have time for bandwagoners. Fire the damn Cannons hunch. It's that time. Game day. Happy week one. Happy game day, y'all. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Fire the damn Cannons huncho and tones out of here. You guys enjoy. We've been with you for an hour and a half. Hope you guys had your coffee, bacon, steak and eggs. <laughs> Until next week. We love y'all. Stay blessed, brothers and sisters. Go Bucks. Fire the damn Cannons. <laughs> Game on Sunday, man. You, I know you're nervous for the Rams, but you got to be a little enthusiastic after being there, bro. That, that game atmosphere was ridiculous. Energy was like just me.
1: The
0: place rock rocking. Anyone was there, and a lot of the, a lot of the uh, Super Buck fans were there too. the Buck. Tampa tones. We are joined by Lee Goon tonight, uh, host of the Pat and Aaron Show of WDAE uh, Pat, Donovan. Pat Donovan and it sounds like Stunna is bumbling a little bit going to put him on mute for a second until that gets a little clear but we're joined by Pat it looks Donovan. like Stunna is hanging out with Cheech and Chong in a car with the windows up or something over there <laughs> it does look like we got a little <laughs> no my, my uh, camera's broke